I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Empire. Deal back to Hachimura. Um, first off, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. It was more just shocking to hear from him and understanding that he gets the most assists from me and the most spoon-fed baskets ever. You know, the culture is actually damn good. To sit up there and to say you don't have a culture problem in the nation's capital, everything about the organization points to a culture issue. One guy took his in another guy's shoe. I'm a little pissed off about it, but I know how I am. I was kind of expecting it. It's disrespectful. It was like Eric Killmonger going for total domination. What's up, is my? We're not going to be fucking sunk this year. We're the Stanley Cup champions. Thank you for joining us today. We are the Beltway Sports Bros. I'm Matt Vazana, and as always, my brother, Noel. Hey, Noel. Yeah. Happy birthday. Oh, man. Thank you. Did you forget? Thank you. Uh, At this age, you want to forget, so... I did my best, but I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. It's been a good year. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> that is for a, sure. It was a year worth living. That's for <laughs> sure. Lost this year for absolutely no fucking reason, but yeah. Hey, I'm alive. I'm breathing, right? It's the most important thing. Even like a cockroach lives, so. Yeah. Nuclear blast they can even handle, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks a lot. Yeah. You know, it's good to be on here with you. You're working on your birthday here, huh? Celebrated my birthday with you. I wouldn't have it any other way, Matt. Oh, that's so nice. But you know, like those fucking millennials, they actually take their birthday off. Have you noticed that? Oh my God. They take like a week off for their damn birthdays. It's pathetic. It's my birthday month. Fuck <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> Seriously. Loser. I, uh, it's like they just don't grow out of elementary school. Did you celebrate an entire month of your birthday in elementary school? I sure No, absolutely it. not. I didn't even... Mom didn't even let me take a day off of school on my <laughs> damn birthday, let alone a days. It's pathetic. I'm a working man. I'm grown. <laughs> I do what I got to do. Yep. It's just another day. It's another day. Well, let me get through this real quick. Please follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and the Facebook group. Just search Beltway Sports Bros. You can also find us at BeltwaySportsBros.com. One last thing. Obviously, you're listening to this show right now. While you're at it, just hit subscribe or follow so you don't miss a single episode going forward. All right. So later on in the show, there will be another installment of a Top 5 Friday. But first, it's Dallas week. Whatever the Uh, fuck that means these days. (laughs) It's Dallas week. (laughs) God. Washington football team versus the Dallas Cowboys. Remember when we were talking about before the name change, how something would sound? Yeah, with Bram. How does that sound to you? Yeah, with Bram was saying that. That was yeah. like, when I was putting this together, I was like, oh my God, it's true. We're never going to have another Redskins-Cowboys game ever again. Yeah. Washington v. Dallas now, I guess is the way that it'll go. And the oh, thing well. is, with every team... I feel obligated to call them by their city name. City now. name. Because right. it's like it doesn't match up anymore. It's just a mess. Right. And I have a real problem saying Washington. Like I, when I listen to these back, I it rolls together because I never had to say that. Yeah. It feels weird to call them DC. Yeah. That doesn't work. But we've gotten used to it. Hey, 
And according to Jason Wright, we're probably going to have this name for another year. At least, yeah. At least. I'm okay with it. I'm all right. Fuck it. Let's keep Michelob coming, man. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, um, so in a key matchup in the NFC East, I guess you can call it that. It's for uh, playoff positioning, Matt. Oh, yeah. Or for worst record in the league. You know, one way or the other. One of the two. One of the two. Your 1-5 Washington football team will go up against the hated 2-4 Dallas Cowboys in Landover, Maryland. Last week in front of the world on Monday Night Football, the Cowboys got completely obliterated at home by Arizona 38-10, and Washington lost in the dumbest way possible, 20-19 at the Giants. This week's game will be on Fox at 1 p.m., and Dallas is favored by one point. So let's go over the updated injury report as of Thursday for Washington Sadiq Charles dislocated his kneecap against the Giants after two plays. He may be back after the bye. Antonio Gandy-Golden and Isaiah Wright, wide receivers, did not practice, not expected to play. And Jerron Christian Sr., which is kind of a surprise here, did not practice on Thursday. So he is questionable going in. As for the Cowboys, obviously we know Dak's out for the year. They have got Brandon Knight, the tackle, his has a knee issue, did not practice, and guard Zach Martin had a concussion, also did not practice. So there you go. They're kind of reeling on the offensive line a little bit. Oh my God, they are decimated. Yeah. Still I mean, putting up are... like 450 yards a game, but you know. Well, I mean, Dak was like on pace to go for 6,000 yards, man. Huh? I mean. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he'll be lucky to walk 6,000 yards (laughs) Uh, never laugh at somebody else's misfortune Uh, fuck (laughs) them anyway all right well let's start with the Washington offense versus the Dallas defense so what do you think Noel how do you think this is gonna go well the first glaring thing is Dallas's defense is dog shit Mm -hmm. okay they've given up 36 points a game and if you can't score against this team at this point where they're at, you can't score against anyone. Arizona scored below their average, and they crushed <laughs> Dallas in that game. <laughs> so I think one of the big keys for Washington offensively first is to get out of their own way and not turn the freaking ball over. How about that? An obvious one. That and not nice. do anything backbreaking in that way. And run, run, and run some more. I'm telling you, man. This team can be run on. They give up 173 yards a game on the ground. 31st in the league. I mean, teams roll on them. We're not even talking about teams, and I watched some stuff back. It's not like teams are going in and pounding on this team. They just give up yards in chunks. And Gibson is the type of back that can do that. They just need to give this guy some room to run, man. I think if they do that... Kyle Allen can be serviceable as long as he stays mistake-free and doesn't put the defense in a bind. I think that the offense can do well against this defense. Everybody else has. That is true. (laughs) But we are talking about the Washington offense. So, I mean, you talk about the run defense for the Cowboys. I think they've met their match because Washington is the 32nd worst run offense in the NFL. No, yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I, but I think there's also based on attempts and based on being behind in games. They've been behind in every single game that they've played this year. So yeah, the numbers are slightly skewed. Hell, Dallas's numbers offensively running the ball aren't very good either because they've always been behind. No, I, don't, I just think Washington doesn't run. Those games, yeah, 
they've gotten blown out kind of right the score looks like they've gotten blown out but they've been beaten up early down 14 points 17 points but that doesn't stop teams from running when they get down in the first quarter 17 nothing this team just doesn't run the ball right they get down early so there's no excuse still not to run the ball you should still stick to your game plan so they're averaging 3.5 yards a carry they just have a horrific run scheme they don't have a passing offense that matches the run scheme and when they run just like it did with Gruden here, they know they're going to run. And just like when they're going to pass, they know when they're going to pass because it's an unimaginative offense. And the goal is to make a run look like a pass and a pass look like a run and make it flowing. They just don't do that. Yeah, they may go above 82 yards above their average a little bit, but I don't see them putting up 170 yards either on the ground. I'm not saying that, Matt. All I'm saying is is that they're the second worst team in the in the NFL against the rush. Okay, if teams are putting up 173 yards per game against this team on the ground, I mean, you at least have to attempt it and show that you have some type of resemblance of a running game. This defense is just bad all around, and we talked about playing off of the run, play action, or whatever it is, keeping it simple, stupid. Well, this team is extremely vulnerable against the deep ball. That's laughable, and we laugh about it every single week, and we talk about it, but at some point in time, like I said, I know I don't know how to build an engine, but I see what I see, and I see that this team gets beat up on the ground with not much attempt at it. It's not like these teams are running the ball 50 times. Drake was scampering all over them like there was nobody else on the field, man. It's pretty incredible to watch when yeah. you watch a Cowboys game. I mean, they are Swiss How much cheese. space they're in. They're, so and much that's space. what I'm saying. I mean, the, you have to give yourself the opportunities. They have space over the middle. Their safeties are playing like shit. Their corners are very are suspect at times. One of the glaring advantages that Dallas has, and maybe the only advantage that they have, is Washington's offensive line is suspect, especially at the left tackle position now, even more so because Christian is out. Lucas is probably going to be playing in his spot. And now Dallas is potentially going to be bringing back Randy Gregory to play on that side against him. So they need to keep Allen clean. And Allen just can't be stupid with the ball. Go to the strengths on this team, which are Gibson, McLaurin, potentially Logan Thomas, and call it a day. And that's it. As simple as that. And I can't put it in any other way. We've been talking about this shit for weeks. And they continue to be inconsistent with what they're attempting to do because they don't know what they're attempting to do. Well, whoever's on the left tackle spot, they need to help chip somebody. They need to, you know bring a running back over there. They need to do something. Throw uh, Logan Thomas over there to help out because this guy, Kyle Allen, when he gets hit, he seems to fumble the ball. And I'm not just saying that because it, what happened last week, his career says that he is a fumbler. He seems to have an okay pocket presence, but he just, he makes mistakes. He's sloppy. He, he's sloppy. He's and, sloppy. That's it. I mean, he's, he did. And I watched a lot of it back. He stepped up in the pocket nicely a few times. He made good reads. He missed some plays too. There was some balls downfield that he could have made. These guys are running those routes. So I don't know if it's on him or if it's on the coaching. I don't know. But 
you're right. He had a decent pocket presence. He's just sloppy when there's traffic around him. Yeah. I will say this about Kyle Allen. I mean, the third down efficiency skyrocketed when he took over in the last game. They were, Washington, I mean, was the worst in third down conversion percentage. They were up to almost 54%, which is actually a very good percentage for anybody. And the entire year, they're at 34. That's with the 53. Yeah, so, no, no, I know. They really showed a difference there. Absolutely. That alone, they were holding on to the ball. Not that they, I will say that the Giants are probably the worst defense that they played all year in reality, but they're not embarrassing. They were so good that we had to go for the two because you well, never yes. know what that this beast team was going to do in overtime. No, can't give him a shot. But he did, looking back, he did do some good things. He did miss some things, but he was extending drives. And that doesn't take into account that they were able to convert on two fourth down conversions as well. Actually, their percentage was even higher if you really think about it that way. So we were kind of hard on Kyle Allen. I think we still want Dwayne Haskins in there because we think he's getting a raw deal and he should be the future. Hard but, no, don't say we. Well, if you want to take your shit back, you go ahead. The guy cost Washington the game. I don't give a shit that he he's a fucking NFL quarterback, Matt. He's supposed to piece some drives together because well, he had some pocket presence and he sustained a couple of drives. And the one decent drive was at the end because he flubbed a fumble that should have never happened. I'm not and saying, gave a ball up. He he lost them the game. What the hell are we talking about? No, no, no. If I'm you not want to dis- recant to go ahead. I'm not I'm, I'm not, not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not disputing that, Noel. I'm just saying that he kept the defense off the field by converting those third downs. Yeah, okay. We saw far less punts this week or last week, and we had the most punts in the NFL by far. It wasn't even close. So I think we had two punts last week. So if he just cuts out just even to one turnover. Maybe just one turnover that doesn't turn into a touchdown. They could be in pretty good shape. And he just does what he does. You know, he had good numbers. Just ask Rivera, right? And (laughs) so, you know, I think him being serviceable, like you said, them trying to run the ball, making a concerted effort to run the ball. I mean, we sound like a broken record, but in this case, you've got to take advantage of their weakness and you cannot have a bigger weakness in their run defense. Well, here's the thing that Kyle Allen really has to show again, and he did this a couple of times in the Giants game, is this team has to score in the red zone. Dallas is one of the worst in the league in red zone defense. They give up two out of three possessions. They give up touchdowns in the red zone. This Dallas defense is a fantasy player's dream, man. If you have a player that is going against Dallas, play his ass. Start him. Because you will get points. So they just have to take advantage of their scoring in in the red zone. They absolutely do. Get the ball to Logan Thomas or somebody. Get it to Cam Sims. He's there. You know, do what you got to do. But that's where they're going to try to – they can take advantage of things there because a lot of teams have. Hopefully this isn't Dallas' coming out party defensively, but we'll see. Well, if there's any week to do it, you know who it's going to be against. Of course. Yeah, well, let's move on to Washington's defense versus Dallas' offense. Still, Washington, as I mentioned last week, has given up the most 40-plus yard plays this season, now with seven, because Daniel Jones had, what, a 50-yard run or whatever last week. So, But the defense overall isn't that bad. I mean, they're ranked six in total yards, which I think is a bullshit stat at this point, even though everybody goes by that. As we mentioned, Dallas's offense is a total mess. You got to take advantage of that, right? You got the defensive line needs to crack some skulls of these backups, Get to Andy Dalton. He played like shit last week. That goes without saying. But, you know, he was rusty. Hasn't played with his team before. 
He got his feet wet, I'm sure. He could have his coming out party this week. You know, Washington's got 16 sacks, only had eight since that first game. So that's actually not that impressive. They they really need to get back to the way they were at the beginning of the year. And Washington actually, surprisingly, and this is a little bit skewed, but they're giving up a 90, basically a 91 rating, quarterback rating and 207 yards per game, which is actually second in the league. But to your point earlier, a lot of that has to do with the fact that they've been down most of those games. So, but still, even if that what, but if that wasn't the case, they're still maybe they'd be in the middle of the pack somewhere, you know, something like that. If they were, or maybe maybe top ten ish, if they weren't completely down all the time. And but their run defense is not great. But again, a direct result of being down, and teams are going to run. So they're giving up 130 yards. It's not 170 though. So that's something. I just think that they need to... It's the same story every week. The defensive line needs to get to the quarterback. And it seems to be fewer and fewer every single week now. And hopefully, with this beat-up offensive line for Dallas, they can get to Andy Dalton and make him uncomfortable, have him throw a couple picks. Because uh, you know Washington actually has a good amount of turnovers this year. They've got eight. Seven of those have been picks. So hopefully we can get him to make some mistakes. And I'd like to see a touchdown out of the defense this week because that would be very helpful. I agree with the majority of what you said. I mean, I I think that Washington needs to create turnovers. Dallas is a turnover machine. They've given up the NFL worst 15 turnovers. They're at negative 12 overall on turnover ratio. So this is what I believe that Dallas is going to do. Okay. Andy Dalton has been a professional starting quarterback for a long period of time. Right. I think he came into a forest fire with a bad offensive line, an on-fire Arizona team, a bad situation with the DAC thing, and I think he's going to have been with the offense now for an extra week as a starting quarterback, and I think he's going to come out and be, he's not going to be a world beater, but I don't think he's going to lose them the game this time, and I think they're going to pound the ball with Ezekiel Elliott with a full force because, like I said in the previous segment, a lot of Dallas's stats based on yards per game on the ground are based on the fact that they've been down in a ton of games. I mean, they've had some ridiculous comebacks. They've been down. They've been blown out in games. Dak's thrown the ball over 50 times, multiple times. Like I said, he was on track for 6,000 yards. They've just been throwing the ball all over the place. I think there's going to be a heavy dose of Elliott on Sunday because that's really where the line's weakness is for Washington and they're going to have to expose that. Washington's defensive line from top to bottom, even the guard play for Dallas, their center is out. We're not talking about just the ends with Sweat and Young having the advantage. Their entire offensive line, Matt, is gone. They have one starting guard from the start of the season. We're not talking about just, oh, get them off the edges and shit like that. They need to be pushing these fuckers back into Dalton. Right. Okay? So if they can't do it against this team that just lost another two freaking linemen last week, they can't do it, and they're not what they're cracked up to be. Bottom line. And if if these D-backs, and most importantly these safeties, can't get their shit together with the amount of pressure that this D-line should be putting on Dalton and on Elliott and crushing him, this defense needs a makeover big time because if you can't do it against this team, you can't do it against anybody. Yeah, and as you mentioned, Dallas has 15 turnovers this year. That's three more than any other team. Zeke is fumbling literally every game. 
He's got five fumbles in six games. You can't depend on that, right? No, absolutely not. No, he won't fumble once in the game. Nope. He'll be solid as a damn rock. He'll be a rock, man. But as you mentioned, with the weak offensive line with Dallas, you got to expect a lot out of Deron Payne. He needs to collapse that pocket. And he played great last week. I think that was his best game he's ever played. Yeah. So it kind of starts with him in reality. And if he collapses that pocket, then you got your ends that hopefully can get home. And that's what they need to do. This is what this defensive line needs. They need to create something. And Trace Young created that interception by Kendall Fuller last week. So we need more of that. And we need this guy shaking in his damn boots for them to have any chance. Well, let's not get it twisted. Dallas's offense, regardless if Dak is in or not in this offensive line, they got some weapons on this Cowboys team. Oh, they're loaded. Okay. So let's not forget that they've got Lamb, they've got Cooper, they've got Schultz at tight end, who a tight end usually will eat Washington up regardless of what decade it is. Right. So if this guy gets a little inkling of time, I don't think they're going to be tossing the ball all over God's creation with Dalton in there. They're going to have to take some baby steps, but let's be careful. If they're, like you said, not getting the pressure that they need, this Dallas offense has shown signs, and Dalton is no scrub. No, okay, he's not. he's not some freaking loser. Yeah, he lost his starting job. He was in with Cincinnati far too long, but the guy knows the NFL, and he can piece a game together here and there, and he's not playing world beaters in Washington's defense. So I think that it's all going to be predicated on what the D-line does. We say it every single time because you cannot rely on the safeties to be in single coverage or to help over the top or things like that. If he gets the ball rolling, they're fucked, man. 10 on this. The key is you cannot let Dalton get comfortable. So out the gate, they need to show something. They can't get down by 10, by 14, by 17 to start this game. They just can't. Oh, shit. If they get down, I was talking about they're going to get a heavy dose of Elliott. You can call it a day. Yeah. Because that's all they're going to do, even with this offensive line how it is. We've seen Washington play with a good D line, play against beat up offensive lines before and get their ass handed to them, a la Eagles and shit like that last year. Well, but you know, they, did, they played the Eagles this year and they were beat up and they crushed them. So hopefully we get more of the same there. As you said, they haven't played well since that game. So what are we talking about? No, no, no. I, I, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. But I'm saying that it's like when John Wall plays a shitty point guard and then he starts draining threes and then he starts having the game of his life. Every time I see somebody play John Wall, they always seem to have the game of their life. They're like those second tier point guards because he lets him get comfortable out the gate. starts letting him get hot. This is what's going to happen with Andy Dalton. He's going to get confidence. He's going to become an NFL quarterback again very quickly. And it's going to be to Washington's detriment if that happens. So they just need to hit him early and often so the same shit doesn't happen. Well, we said that with Daniel Jones last week, too. We say it every single time. The only time we didn't say it was when they had Murray and Lamar Jackson. We would just say contain, contain, contain. But any other quarterback, whether it was Wentz, Goff, Dalton, Jones... All these guys come out of the same mold. If you get in their face, they have issues. Bottom line, that's just what needs to happen. They got to Jones in the second half. They did well defending against the Giants' offense in the second half. They need to piece that together for an entire game and come out like you said. Don't be sloppy off the bat, whether it be offensively or defensively, and especially defensively, because you're supposed to be set at the stage for the game. 
So if you come out and give up a bomb to freaking limp dick Andy Dalton <laughs> right off the bat to Lamb or to Cooper, what statement does that set? You're already behind the eight ball. And like you said, you're giving this guy, this this guy that's career might be quasi done, especially as a starter, some life in them legs. Right. And you can't let him do that. No. All right. Let's move on to our predictions. You want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Why no. not? I'm on a streak of being right. So, And plus, it's my birthday, so I should go first, right? <laughs> right. I'll make a wish. <laughs> um, okay, so going over everything that we've talked about, I still feel that Dallas is going to piece a game together here. I think they got completely embarrassed by Arizona. I think they went into shock because of the Dak situation. Not like they were world beaters before that, but at least... They were just shootouts in a lot of senses. I think they were shocked. I think Andy Dalton's going to settle in. And I think their defense is going to be more successful than they have been in previous games. It can't get any worse. No. And Washington has a tendency, regardless whether it's Rivera, Gruden, the second coming, they never play up to their competition or step on a vulnerable team's throat. They always give these teams life and resuscitate them. And I feel that this is going to happen again. And I feel that Dallas is going to win 31-28. to 28. That's A little bit of a it. shootout there, huh? I mean, Dallas is Dallas. Yeah. Shit, if teams average 36 fucking points a game against them, I think at the very least Washington should be able to put up 28. All right. So the Cowboys have won four of the last five games, have won three straight. Obviously, Dak's not playing, but it would be nice to play Dalton last week. But of course, you know, he's getting his feet wet, dusting off the rust a little bit, and He's going to look like an NFL quarterback again because for everything that I was saying before and we were saying that you got to hit him early, I don't think that Washington's going to do it because they just don't have it in them. We've seen enough this year that after six games, they start slow and I don't see it changing this week. I think Dalton will have a respectable game. Washington averages 18 points per game. Dallas, even with last week's horrible performance, still averages 29 points a game. Right. <laughs> so I see this game ending with a Cowboys win 27 to 20. All right, we're a little there. So yeah. it's unfortunate that we're both picking Dallas, but it's just the reality of things, man. Uh, Washington's not a good football team. I don't think they've played with any talent. They haven't played with any sense of direction. And it's starting to look like they ain't playing with any heart. Nope, agree with that. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. All right, well, it's that time again, Noel. Little top five, son. Let's do it. In celebration of your birthday, today's installment will be top five worst sports gifts. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to get me a gift. Uh, or let me say my top five gifts and then you start getting them for me. Nah, that's no, not, that's not going to happen. All right, fine. Top five kind of speaks for itself. I don't think we really have to get into too much detail about that. Yeah, they'll get the gist of it as we start to move forward. Yeah, absolutely. So let's do this. Noel, what's your number five? Uh, my number five is golf stuff. <laughs> okay. I guess you assume you, they play a sport. You're not going to buy like a soccer ball for a grown man. And you go out, you play golf. Your family members or your wife and kids, they buy you golf stuff. 
And, you know, if I wanted it, I would honestly go buy it myself, but they'll go out and buy like a shitty fucking Wilson club from Target. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to use that. <laughs> or golf balls with Washington logos on them that you can't even use on the course, you know, that you can use for like putt putt. Thanks. You know, I appreciate the thought and all, but not really a sand wedge that I'm going to be able to use that you bought at Walmart. Open face sand wedge. <laughs> Open face sand wedge. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm, you know, it's, I appreciate the gesture, but leave the sports equipment in the hands of the professionals or in my case, amateur, because, you know, if I want a nice putter, I'll go buy one. It's not your place for that. It's like me going out and trying to figure out what the best, I don't know, purse is. <laughs> yeah, you know, right. It just doesn't work. And you got to like have a smile and like, oh, oh, thanks. like, oh, thanks. Like, um, well, I hate golf, so I have clubs just out of sheer necessity because <laughs> work makes me do it once in a for while. Appearances. But, uh, I hate it so much. But yeah, I mean, like I got Washington or I'm going to say, it, yeah, Redskins head covers because I don't know if they have Washington ones quite yet. I'm sure they do. <laughs> I'm sure they do. But they look nice. But couldn't you come up with something better? Because, you know, I just despise golf and I want nothing to do with it. Well, it's you need to s- cover them and keep those woods warm, Matt. I already had covers. Don't oh, need more. There you go. Anyway. Like if you're going to buy me something Redskins, buy me something that, you know, I actually like. Yeah, it's, it's a thought that counts. Though. It is. But, it, it, it. <laughs> well, my number five is tickets to a game. Now, I don't mind this um, as long as they are to a game I want to go to or, you know, whatever. But well, and we had an entire episode about this, a top five about don't miss going to live sports events, right? which I don't necessarily enjoy doing because it's just a pain in the ass. I'd rather watch it on TV. But the reason it's my number five is because I remember giving DC United tickets to Pop, our father. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, it's like, oh, he's a big soccer fan. You know, not a lot of soccer around. This is this is early on, you know, maybe 2000, something like that. And I could just see the pain in his eyes. All he was thinking about was, God damn it, I got to go to RFK Stadium. It takes an hour to get there, fight traffic. And all of these things were going through his head that I didn't realize when I was you know, a 17-year-old kid that that's something that you worry about. Right. Um, <laughs> so, of course, as we always would, we got there late. And I remember walking up to RFK Stadium and hearing the goal. It's like... <laughs> while we're walking up there. Of course. And then... DC United scored. It was one to nothing, and it stayed the score the entire game. And wasn't a great experience for him because I knew he didn't want to go. And I felt bad because I got him these tickets. I actually made my own money. I worked for it, got it for him. He couldn't even fake it, you know? I hope you're listening to this one, Pop. He doesn't even remember it. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> that never happened. The, the, oh, the I'm vic- the worst the, father ever. Yeah, the, the victim always remembers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, what's your number four, Noel? All right, my number four is tickets for two. So here's what it is. Mm -hmm. So you were talking about buying tickets for somebody, Mm -hmm. you know, Pop, who was obviously it's still hurting you. He was overjoyed. (laughs) Tickets for two is you open up the package or you open up the envelope and there's two tickets in there. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you. Great. All right. I'm awesome. Well, I guess that means that the assumption is that you're taking the person that gave them to you. Yay. So whether it's a girlfriend or the wife or, you know, um, a friend, I guess. Life partner. Yeah, life partner. <laughs> they, they, they bought you two tickets and it's you plus one. 
Mm-hmm. So you can't be like an asshole and say, hey, oh, man. I mean, I'm, I'm sure we've been in situations like that, too, where we wanted to go together and we knew oh, absolutely. that it was, oh, well, we can't piss the spouse off or whatever it is to make that happen. So we've got to do the plus one. So that's what I'm saying. It's kind of a half gift. Yeah. And those are annoying because you yeah. can't really do what you want to do with your actual, which is your gift. <laughs> It's your gift, but it's not really your gift. Not really your gift. I've been in that situation, absolutely. And I've asked Kristen, I'm like, "Um, cool if I bring Noel? (laughs) 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 Like, you went to the last one. So, like, if it's a Wizards game or something. Yeah. It's definitely. I've brought you to those. And those those are compliments of Kristen, just so you know. I know. And I was. And uh, I knew there's some hurt feelings, but, you know, whatever. It is Eh. what it is. Yeah. Who's going to take care of the baby? <laughs> you know, just come up with all these ways to right, get around it. Right. Uh, well, all right. <laughs> my number four is sports-themed grill utensils. That's very specific. But yes, good. it is. When you get these things, number one, they're pieces of shit, first of all, right? Yeah, it's like the golf balls that I was talking about. They're like putt-putt. Anything that has a sports theme on it usually is a shit brand of something that you wouldn't buy to do regular stuff with. Yeah, it's a poorly made product. It's just NFL licensed or whatever. And it's like giving your wife a vacuum or a, or a frying pan. That has coach on it. <laughs> right. Or that or has Michael Ugg, Kors. Or, yeah, or that has an Ugg pan. <laughs> What are you trying to tell me? I know men grill, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, women vacuum, right? Right. So, what's the problem here? Right. You know. So, uh, you know, I'll get you a really cute coach vacuum. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. You're good. Get to work. Yeah. Like the apron that has re- <laughs> that has Washington on it. <laughs> yeah. What are you trying to tell me? Huh? You're gonna yeah. do less around the house? No. But it's uh. <laughs> Anyway, that is definitely a double standard. I mean, I get the intention of it. It's like a cute little set or whatever, but still, who the hell? Like, you wouldn't buy me a drill, but if it had Washington on the side (laughs) of it, you'd buy it for me? Absolutely. Yeah. You know? So just next time you buy grill utensils, and yes, I said utensils, because grill covers are okay. We talked about this before. Again, it's shitty quality, though. Yeah, but that doesn't require any work. It protects your grill. I'm okay with that. All right. So what's your number three, Noel? My number three is Washington clothing. Okay. What's wrong with that? Well, you know us and the type of quality stuff. I know me. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) And the the type of stuff that we like to buy. You Mm -hmm. know, if we buy a jersey or we buy a jacket or whatever it is as far as with Washington stuff on it, there's a particular quality that we like to go with. A particular standard that we uphold. There's a standard that we uphold (laughs) when we purchase these stupid things. Okay? This is an example. Mm -hmm. When Lindsay and I first started going out, she knew I was a Washington Redskins fan because they were the Redskins at the time. So she bought me a jersey. I don't remember if it was for my birthday or whatever it was. It was like... Hold on, can, that, I, can I guess? Yeah. It was the Jason Campbell jersey. Am I right about that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Peace. I mean, so it was like a, one of those middle grade replica ones. Oh, mm. it was just that quality, you know, that, that sheen. Well, how about the fact that it was Jason Campbell? And oh, I was getting to that. And plus <laughs> the fact that it was Jason Campbell. And I pull it out of the box. She's so excited to get me something from for Washington. And I pull it out and I see that 17 on there. And I'm like, like, damn. Doug son. Williams? Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
and the poor thing, she tried hard, but still. Like I said with the golfing, leave it in the hand of the professionals. Her parents, oh, he likes Washington. That's easy enough. Mm -hmm. I mean, they buy me this. You've seen it. They bought me this jacket that looked like Richie Pettibone (laughs) wore it in fucking 1981, dude. I wouldn't be caught dead on the street in that unless I was in like New Jack City. I think you let me borrow that. We went I did. To, to that that's freezing all I had. Not sure as hell wasn't giving you my good one. <laughs> it was like, you want something Washington? Here you go, buddy. <laughs> Is it the black one? No, it was freaking burgundy with like that yellow trim zigzag on it and had <laughs> no, white right. on the shoulders and shit. It was that's off right. and like the zip out the pouch on the neck that you could take out the unzip the hoodie out. Oh my gosh. Smart. It was, it's it was like straight. Straight out of Gibbs in 19, like when they hoisted him up, you know, I'm like, really? Like, thanks. And it looked expensive too, but like, uh, it was probably no like $120. Clue. I know. Something. I'm telling you, they got it right off the Washington website to pay top dollar for it. And I wouldn't be caught dead in that damn thing. Throwback. So, you should appreciate so it. So those are the type of things that I'm talking about. When you hear that somebody buys you something, Washington, you're a little apprehensive. You're like, oh man, you know, it's probably expensive. And you're very particular. There are only a few things that I'm willing to wear that's Washington, and it has to be a certain thing. Mm, Very particular. Yeah. All right. So my number three is work socks. (laughs) Everybody knows getting socks is probably the worst gift outside of a tie or something, right? right? Exactly. Um, So I don't get very much for any of these celebratory days. But if I do, I usually get socks, work socks specifically. And in this particular one, we're talking sports. I got Redskins work socks. And so, you know, they're obviously sitting <laughs> sitting in my closet what, right now. What would possess somebody to think that you, like, what are you, you know, like a, a, a clown? Like they're when pr- you, you sit down at your desk and you know your pants always go up a little bit, you know, like slacks at your desk, you know, they ride up a little bit. So somebody's going to see them and they're like, really, man? Well, like you're wearing those. I'm one of those. I don't like to necessarily just have like black or brown socks. I like my socks to be, Oh, you you're know, a fun sock wear. I'm not like RG three or anything but i do wear do you wear like themed socks during holidays fuck no no this is my only not because oh yeah i I wear rudolph on my uh (laughs) the socks light up (laughs) yeah right (laughs) big nose no i'm not a theme sock wearer but in this case it got a little out of control because i'm not a theme sock wearer there are people that that are so over the top but i wore them they're actually very uncomfortable you wore them to work well, a Friday before the game. Was you know? it like your last pair of socks? Uh, yeah, it starts to. <laughs> when, when it starts thin, to get thin. <laughs> I mean, jeez, I, I just can't see myself doing that. People would look at me like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a regular sock guy. I couldn't do that. I Yeah, they would just either sit in a drawer or be on a shelf with my other memorabilia. Right. With my golf balls. So, I mean, it's a very specific piece of attire. You said Redskins clothes in general, yeah. but socks are not a great gift. And when it, that's like the only thing that you receive. It's almost saying you knew that they were socks and getting regular socks sucks. But let me bump it a little bit and get you Washington Redskins socks. So now it justifies it. No, they suck. Well... It was a nice gesture for the person who got those for me. Hey, so thank you. Gifts are nice gestures, but everybody knows that socks suck. I don't care if what they have on it. They could be gold-plated socks. They're still socks. I agree. I agree. All right. So what's your number two, Noel? My number two is gift cards. 
but not your typical gift card, like a gift card that you get for the Washington football store or like nbastore.com. Mm-hmm. One of those. That's a very specific one that you can only use on those particular sites. And you're like, oh, cool. You know, now I can get whatever the hell I want. And then you scan the damn thing and it's got like $15 on it. <laughs> what the fuck you going to do with that on those? Before you got me that damn gift card, unless it's from like Ryan, who's 10 years old. But and if he you're like a, pieced his, pun- his piggy bank his, money his together. His little piggy bank money together. If you're a grown person, take two seconds to go on the damn website and look, what the fuck could you buy for $15? A keychain? pair of socks, probably. A pair of socks, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe, maybe you went on there. You said, okay, he likes sports stuff slight and just got a gift card for like, even if it's 25, even to get in the door, like it's like a a high rollers table at a casino on those sites. Even to walk in the door, you need at least 80 bucks Yeah, to get anything halfway decent. So what do you do? You have to use it on something. So you're not going to buy something shitty with it. So you end up paying like an additional 60 plus dollars to buy something worth a shit. And you know, the the people that give you those um, never write the total on there. Hell no. If it's like 50, you'll be proud to write 50 on there. I'll I'll put it in red. (laughs) But if it's like $15... Oh Hell no. It's a mystery. Yeah, you know. You, you got to work for that yeah, to find yeah, out yeah. what that is. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, you know, if there's no price on the gift card or on the little envelope on the outside, you're toast, son. <laughs> you're toast. You might be getting like a Jimmy John's sub out of that. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Well, so my number two is anything Ravens. <laughs> so people know I like sports. Know I like football. That goes without saying. But because I'm from Maryland, a lot of people automatically assume I'm a Ravens fan. Now, I've gotten gifts like little stupid things that are Ravens memorabilia. And then you got to put the smile on your face. What do you say at that point? Uh, Sorry, this isn't going to work for me. I'm actually a Redskins fan or a Washington football team fan. So you're going to have to go ahead and take this back. Yeah, you still got the receipt on this. (laughs) I mean, you have that awkward... Like, it's one thing to get socks that have Washington on them. Right. get socks with Ravens on them. (laughs) Yeah, because what do you do at that point? Like, oh, so you say, oh, cool. We knew that you're a Ravens fan. So what do you keep rolling with it? It's almost like it reminds me of if you don't know a person's name... And you've oh known them for yeah. a long time, and you have that awkwordness, and you're like, and they know your name, and they know your, and they know your name. So you're sitting there, and you're like, oh, thanks. You can't just blatantly say <laughs> Mulva. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't blatantly say anything. You're screwed because you can't say, oh, I'm a Washington fan. So now they're, like, oh, well, oh, oh uh, I'm so, oh, I'm sorry. I know the Ravens are in oh, Maryland. I thought you're from Maryland. I, I thought. Uh, uh. So you just don't say anything. That circumstance happened to me. A lady that another company that we work with, we partner up with, we do good business with them, and she sent me a cup. (laughs) Well, she knew I was from Maryland. She knew the area of where I was from. We had talked. It comes in. She's like, oh, did you get my um my present? So it was one of those insulated cups, and it had the little Ravens logo on the interior of it. I was like, yeah, I got it. Yeah, thanks. And to this day... She thinks I'm sipping out of that bad boy. Still has and the piece of paper in it. Still, you know? still, 
still has the sticker on the bottom that's impossible to get off. You know, yeah. that you have to dishwash three times in order for it to come off. Yeah, it just sits there collecting dust now. Sorry, but I've never admitted to, to this day. That- if you're listening to this and you know somebody's from Maryland, don't automatically assume they're a Ravens fan. Right. Okay? Do yourself a favor. Yeah, do yourself a favor. I mean, yeah. the Ravens ain't been around that long. Yeah, well, I kind of wish I was a Ravens fan. Yeah, but- I know. At times, please. Kid me? All right, so what's your number one? My number one is shitty tickets. I did the other tickets, the tickets for two, because if you're going with another person that they assume that they're going with you, they're going to buy good ones. Believe me, okay? But if it's somebody that's strictly buying you tickets to something and they have no knowledge, they don't even know where the hell FedEx Field is, they don't know where the Wizards play, they don't know any of that shit. They just know that you like the teams, so they just go online and go to Ticketmaster or whatever, buy the cheapest piece of shit they can find on those things. And here you are. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, damn. And you know when there are tickets in an envelope, right? You just have that feeling about it. And you open them up. Oh, man, this is awesome. Thanks. And as you're talking or conversing, you start looking at, you start looking at the section. And you're like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I'm going to go all the way. I'm going to take the Metro down to D.C., go to a Wizards game. I'm going to go all the way down, spend a shitload of money on the Metro, go see the freaking Wizards play the Hawks on, like, a Wednesday. Wizards Wednesday, Noel. Yeah, on a Wednesday in the nosebleed where they're, like, $13 a piece. So, thanks, I guess. Really? I understand you're not knowledgeable on it or anything, or I'd rather you just ask me. If that's your game plan, is to surprise me with some tickets, you just made a hell of a lot more work for me for absolutely no payoff. And the thing is, these people that buy them for you either A, know that you are going to go or aren't going to go, and they are going to ask you. These are the type of people that would like, check the game out on TV to see if they saw, yeah, you're going to see me up there on the back row all the way up in freaking where there's no oxygen. (laughs) And you have to, oh, yeah, it was a great time. And you're set up in those situations. Thanks, but no thanks. Well, you know me, Noel. You can get me in the door. I'll find a way closer to the court. So That's true, yeah. The the location means nothing to me. In in that situation, I'll do a plus one with you because you have (laughs) no pride or no shame. You'll go check a little kid out of the way to get down to the seats. My Michael Westbrook autograph. I'd be right behind you. You'd be my fullback, man. Were you there when I got Michael Westbrook's autograph? I don't know if you were there. Yeah, no, I've I've heard it. I think I've heard that one before. Man, his father almost punched me in the face. (laughs) I'm not exaggerating because I got the last autograph. Westbrook was driving away, and I bumped this probably seven-year-old out of the way when I was like God, 16. you are such a piece of shit. Still sitting right there, <laughs> though. The- I got it framed. He would have punched you in the face like he did Stephen Davis? Not Michael Westbrook, his dad. The father of the son. No, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. like, <laughs> he beat the down. shit out of yeah, Stephen that was, Davis. That there. was awesome. Yeah, well, all right, so let's finish what's, this thing yeah, off. Yeah, what's your number one? Go for it. My number one is, you ready for this? <laughs> Nothing. So that's pretty much always my gift is nothing. And uh, <laughs> do you want something? I, you know, everybody likes a gift, Noel. It doesn't matter how old you are. <laughs> it's and true. You like to feel thought of no matter how, even if it's shitty, I guess. I always see you at Christmas with like new Redskin shit on and everything. And I'm like, <laughs> eh, I guess I'll just wear what I've been wearing for seven years, you know? And the worst part about it is. I buy somebody something or or Kristen goes out and buys something for whoever 
you know, it's usually not me doing the buying, but goes to Home Goods or some shit. <laughs> and um, and then they come back with buying something for the kids or even my fucking dog, right? Like a Redskin <laughs> sweater, for instance. Or even worse, the worst part about it is, is when somebody buys something for both of us. So I see a frame come in and it says, oh, Merry Christmas, Matt and Kristen. Here's your frame. What the fuck am I going to do with this? <laughs> you know how many times that's happened to me? I'm like, oh, cool. <sighs> and I'm just like, totally Kristen's gift. Like, you oh, have nothing oh, yeah. to do with it. But what about on your birthday, though? You get mutual gifts there, too? No, I just don't get anything for my birthday. <laughs> Um, that I can remember. Honestly, it's been years. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I might get a nice meal cooked for me or something, which is oh, great. Oh, there you go. Hey, that's something. Which is great. But, you know, there's always a part of you that wants something. You want to feel special. I'm sorry, Matt. It's okay. Hey, honestly. This is a therapy session now. It is. Uh, hey, look, I'm being serious, people. On this stuff, I would rather, you, you know, you're having this sob story about getting nothing. Some of this stuff is damn work. People that have heard this show before know that I don't like to pretend to be nice. I'm not nice. Nope. So to have to do that based on a shitty gift that you put no thought in, it takes a lot of work for me to do that. I would prefer you two get me nothing. That would be my number one ranked on the best gift list. Because if I want it, I will buy a better one. If I don't have it, there's a reason why I don't have it, okay? I can go buy myself fucking tickets to Wizards Hawks on a Wednesday. I'll splurge for $25 a ticket and actually sit in a human section. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'd rather take the nothing than your half thought or just thinking, he likes sports too. <laughs> that shit. It's more the uneducated sports fan or right. person who doesn't like sports at all and thinks that you'll like it just because it, it, you slap a logo you on it. You slap a logo on it. I'm surprised somebody hasn't bought me Washington toilet paper. There's two things I love, Washington and the toilet. <laughs> right? But wiping your ass with a Washington <laughs> logo. Yeah. And that's the know? trifecta right there, man. <laughs> I mean, shit, I'm winning all across the board. Hey, Christmas, that's what I want, damn it. <laughs> All right, birthday's already gone, but there you go. Christmas I'm going to get you single ply just, uh, just to there piss you, you off. But yeah, I think we're good. I think we're good. All right, well, that's going to do it for this episode. We're on all major podcast platforms. Please rate, review, and subscribe. If you like this show, please share it on social media. Thank you for all that have done that. Also, I'm going to plug it, Noel, if you weren't aware. I was a guest on the Believe in Wizards podcast with former wizard Larry Hughes and Matt Moderno. Came out yesterday, so please check it out. Hope I didn't make a total fool of myself. Again, please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and the Facebook group, and our website, BeltwaySportsBros.com. Hope you guys enjoy the game. I keep saying that, but I don't know if we ever will. <laughs> and we will see you on Monday.